Welcome to Linda's Corner. Today we're going to be talking about embracing your unique sparkle. I'm delighted to welcome special guest Debbie Freeman. Debbie is the host of the podcast Your Unique Sparkle. She is also an entrepreneur, business owner, former Radio City Rockette, and she was the U.S. of A. Ms. Nevada in 2021 at age 51. You can reach Debbie at her website where she's offering a course called Your Unique Sparkle. And I'll include a link in the show notes. Welcome, Debbie. I'm so glad that you could join with me today. Oh, well, thank you, Linda. And first of all, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I am so happy to be here and just to inspire and motivate your listeners today. I am so grateful. And I have been looking forward to this since I had an opportunity to be a guest on your podcast. And I just thought, I like this person. And I am so excited to be able to bring her here and so that we can share her story. Because, you know, Debbie, when people hear all the amazing things that you have accomplished, you know, it's pretty normal and natural to just think, wow, she has had this just charmed life where she was born under a lucky star and she's never had any challenges in her life. And if I just had a lucky star like that, then I could be successful like Debbie. But that's not actually the way it went down, is it? It isn't. And it's funny how you say that because it's so true. We all think, oh, we see social media and and all those wonderful pictures. And we think everybody's life is so much better than ours. But in actuality, we all have ups and downs. We all have turmoil of something that we're going through. And it's so funny because a lot of times we'll say to ourselves, oh my gosh, if I could just get through this, then everything's going to be all right. And it's going to be better. And you know what, then life just shoots something else at us. But it's how we react when the chips are down is what truly shows your character. Isn't that the truth? And as we talk about that response, and that's where we want to be, is that wonderful, resilient response. But the good news is, even if we didn't have that perfect, fabulous response right away, we kind of have a second chance. So would you be willing to share your story? Because I know that included some dips that you didn't respond to awesome right away, but you did eventually and became who you really were meant to be. Absolutely, Linda. Um, You know, people think of me, oh, Debbie, she was the dance captain of the Rockettes. She's choreographed a show at the Venetian on the the strip. I was a magic assistant. Uh, I I kind of laugh sometimes because it's like, Debbie, what haven't you done? Because I've done so many things from a hairstylist to <laughs> just everything. And, um, you know, I, the thing of it is, is that I've done, Linda, everything that I've set my mind out to do. And it's that dedication to myself. Because so many of us will go through life and we'll hit roadblocks when we're trying to go for our goals and our dreams. And then once we hit that roadblock, we think to ourselves, oh, well, I guess it's not meant to be. Right? right? And you can't let that happen. It's like sometimes when you're headed to your friend's house and you take the GPS and that you hit that roadblock, it sends you into a different direction and you have to turn, but it's going to eventually get you there. It may take you a little bit longer, but you're going to get there. And it's having that hope and that, you know, desire. You've got to have a strong desire for whatever it is your goal or your dream is. And I think that's what it is, is I'm really just true to myself is I'm only going to be on this planet one time. What is it I want to do with my life? Where do I want to go? And Linda, that starts off with my story of, you know, 
after I did all these wonderful things and had this beautiful career, I ended up getting married and I had children and I thought, oh, I'm going to have the beautiful family life. And you you think that that's going to be so perfect. Well, I ended up marrying an addict and our life wasn't so perfect. And I had, you know, on the outside, I think people always thought we were perfect, but they didn't know what all the, you know, things that were going on behind the scenes. Um, it was a narcissist who always made it seem that I was the one that was the one with the problem. So whenever I would bring up something, I would, you know, ask him about it. He would turn it around and then focus on me and what my problems were, even if I wasn't the center of attention or we were even talking about me and he wouldn't admit to anything. And I believe that that's the type of person that can, you know, basically get through a lie detector test because they believe their own lies because they never admit to them. So when they don't admit and they don't say that they did that, it never happened. And in their mind, it truly never happened because it's an illness and people do go through this. And that's what I was going through. And then it would always turn on me and you go, Hey, maybe I am the one with the problem. You know, maybe it was me. And so in this, Linda, I gained a hundred pounds. Wow. Just if you can imagine being a professional performer, I was so used to being healthy and knew my body and, you know, confidence. Sure. I was a very confident woman. And he took that from me. My self-esteem, it made me question who I was. Who is Debbie? I, I didn't know anymore. You know, what? why doesn't this person love me? Why doesn't this person want, you know, and the thing of it is, is I didn't realize is that you can't change a person no matter how much you love them and can want them. Oh, I can change him. No. I can, I can make him, you know, want to get healthy and yeah, you can't, no. you can want the best for somebody, but you have to love them for who they are good and bad. And you can't be going through because, you know, as moms, that's what we think we're nurturers. We want to heal. We want to fix. Guess what? This is a person with his own mind, his own choices in life. He's going to do what he wants to do. And so therefore he did. And some of those choices led to, you know, other women, you know, alcohol, uh, you name it. And then in, in the final run, you know, stealing our savings account which we just, I was just about to open up my own studio and business to be able to take care of our family. And it was gone. And, you know, I just woke up one day and I looked in the savings account. He never came home and it was gone. And just imagine you're just looking at it. I was just getting ready to sign on the line. I had just built out, you know, had a design for my dance studio and everything I was going to do, the flooring, the mirrors, the bars, how we were going to build it, my logo, my class schedule, all of the things that entails to have a business took me hours and very much work and just watch my dream go. Wow. He just took the savings. That was for our kids. And then to look at the Gmail and to see that he had scheduled dates who was this person? He was meeting some woman on the next day. Wow. 
you know, what did that do to me? Of course, I'm like, who is this person? I don't know who this person is. I, I had been living a lie. And in actuality, I think we all kind of know it's called our intuition. And we know when something's not right. And for many years, I knew something was not right. And this is when you find yourself maybe looking at his phone when he's asleep, trying to find out what's, hmm, I just have this, you know, feeling. feeling. Yeah, we call it a feeling. And, you know, I'd say, are you coming to bed? And he would never come to bed. I'm coming. No, he'd never come. And when he finally did, I said, well, you know, it's been a year. He goes, no, you're exaggerating. And I'd say, no, it was last Valentine's Day. Oh, my. So that right there made me feel unattractive, you know, and I threw myself into my work. Now, everybody else throws themselves. When you have a feeling, I was feeling, you know, just low self-esteem. I was feeling all these horrible feelings and I didn't want to face it of, you know, knowing that maybe he was doing something on the side. I, I didn't want to face it. So, you know, a lot of people throw themselves into their work, into food. And that was what I did. Drugs, alcohol, you know, whatever it is, just to numb yourself from the pain that you're going through. For six years, I had done that. And I gained a hundred pounds that I didn't know who I was looking at in the mirror anymore. And I have pictures of me, of my heavy set weight, but not the heaviest because I wouldn't let people take photos of me anymore because I was so depressed. I couldn't move. My knees hurt. I couldn't walk up the steps at my kid's school. And I finally said to myself, Debbie, this is just not right. And I did start to lose weight, but my husband still didn't notice me. And I was like, well, why am I doing this? It doesn't matter. So I went right back to gaining the weight again. Dang it. So after this happened, he went away that one night, never came home. And he ended up totaling his car, having um, a DUI, was put in jail. And the savings account in a cashier's check was given to the police. And they wouldn't give it to me because both of our names were on it. So he got it. Um, I ended up taking the, the checking account. Thank goodness there was something there for us, me and the kids. But, you know, I didn't know who this person was. He didn't come home for a week. That whole week, my kids and I slept together in the same bed with a chair under the door. Because you hear all these stories of how you, did, you don't know he could come home with a gun and just take his own life and ours as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people don't expect this thing. And I hate to say it, but I didn't know who this person was. I'm scared. It's very scared. Um, so I told him when he did come home that we were going to, I had already started the divorce. He asked to stay in the guest bedroom. I told him, no, he would have to find a place to go to. Cause I found out all the things he was doing. And I'd had enough Linda. I'd had enough Good. of living like this. And I knew for myself that this was not something I wanted my kids to be a part of. If anything, I had to stand and be strong for these children. And now they needed a strong role model. And if it was going to be just me, well, then it was up to me. It was my promise to God when I had them that I was going to take care of them to my best. 
and do my best. I have always done my best at whatever I did. So I said, I don't know. You can't stay here. He had to go somewhere. I have nowhere to go. That is not, not my your not problem. My, not my problem anymore. So he left. And because of that, um, he ended up going to rehab, took the money with him. And um, I went to go visit him at rehab a few months later, you know, after just thinking and kind of calming down and thinking to myself, you know, this is, um, I had made a promise to God in sickness and in health and just wanting to make sure that I was doing the best that I could in my, and keeping my promise and my word. I went in and I asked him, I said, do you love me? First of all, he was mad for me coming there, probably because, you know, it is co-ed and they do things there. You know, all they have to do is get up and go to classes and um, meet people and have fun. It's not like you have to really be responsible and have a job. You know, you're trying to find yourself. And I get that. I'm not knocking rehab, but things happen. Wasn't happy that I showed up. And um, do you love me? He said, I love our kids. Okay. How many times did you cheat on me? And he says, Debbie, it's been so many times it doesn't even matter. Okay. We finally finished our conversation. In the meantime, he had a woman, you know, that kept coming in. You know, Ryan, we've got that meeting. we got to go. Go to. You know, he had her do that. So he didn't have to talk to me, of course. Yeah, I doubt there was a meeting. You know, it was pretty much fixed. And um, I left. But when I left, Linda, I felt like the biggest weight was lifted off my shoulders. God had said to me, Debbie, you are free. This wasn't meant to be. You are good. You've tried your best. You've given it your best. Now go out and do what you need to do and find yourself again. And I did just that. I opened up that door and I can remember I was smiling. I was so happy. I was gleaming. And from that day on, I was like determined. My kids saw me wake up every morning and exercise. Even if I didn't feel like it, they were my strength. And I can't tell you, it's, it's also an anger that keeps you on track. I was angry for all the things that I had been through and for the lies and all of that. And I like to tell people, it's kind of like Martin Luther King. He was angry, but in order to make a change, you know, he didn't go out he used that anger to do good. And that's what I did. Not to do bad things towards my ex. I didn't go out and I'm going to get him this way. and I'm going to get him back. No, I used that anger internally. And that was my determination to keep me going. Because people go, how did you have the strength to go through that? To lose a hundred pounds. Desire. Anger. I was going to do it. I was going to show him and I was going to be that role model for my kids. And I did. Best thing I ever did, got my body back, got my health back, got my life back, got my self-confidence back. Linda, you're going to laugh at this, okay? I'm 51 years old. My new title now is Ms. Nevada Classic Universe. I go for the title of Miss 
Ms. Classic Universe 2022 in three weeks. Oh, that's wonderful. And I'm so excited. And, and, you know, people can go, well, Debbie, you've already got a title. Why do you need this title? Do you know, I just enjoy it. I enjoy getting on stage. I enjoy working towards a goal. I enjoy meeting all, all these beautiful women that all have something in common. We all want to do good in the world. We love doing our nonprofits. We love going out and helping and giving back to society. This is what life is about. This is me showing my kids what's important in life. This is, you know, my kids see me on stage and they're like, mom, it's like you're a superstar. And it gives them confidence to go out. I can do it too, mom. Whether it's Austin being a basketball player, he's getting ready. And I'm telling you, comes by me when I'm exercising, goes, come on, mom, 10 more. I go, are you my coach? And he goes, yes. And I am his. Come on, Austin, let's do it again. Let's run. Come on, you can make the time. All right. And we do that for each other and my daughter. So we are each other's coaches, our best fans. We are a strong family unit. But I have to tell you, Linda, the best part of this is, is that I am a great co-parent with my ex. We are fabulous together as co-parents. He will, I can, I can't take Austin today, but I can pick him up tomorrow. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Hey, do you think um, you could take the kids this weekend? I have this going on. Yes, he can. Debbie, can I take the kids to here? Yes, you can. Because we don't want to take away from our children's lives. We want them to have a healthy life to where they don't even know the difference. They have two strong parents, a male and a female. And it doesn't matter. It could be two females, two men. I'm not bashing that either. Okay. But they have two people that are there for them no matter what and have their back. And I think that is the greatest thing that I'm able to do that. And it's because I'm able to go, I have no ego. Not about me, right? I mean, yeah, I'm going to sparkle on stage and I'm going to have fun, but it's really about the kids, right? And it's I'm 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 enjoying life. And people will say to me, they'll go, Debbie, you just shine. You can tell that you your life is in balance, and isn't that the most important thing? Is to balance everything. As one person one told once told me. It's like having a menu and in life, we need the main course. We all need that. But then sometimes that appetizer, we can serve, we can have an appetizer too, right? So on that main course, I'm a male person during the day that helps me get through my life and pay for my bills and have insurance for my kids, provides for me, right? My appetizer on the side is that I get to be creative. I get to go and have your unique Sparkle workshop model in classes. I get to coach people on the side with health and life and just help them find their confidence and self-esteem. And then for dessert, you don't really need it because it doesn't really have nutrients, but you always want a little bit of dessert. 
And that dessert, all right, is my nonprofits. And when I get to go and help people out and just support a good cause and give back to the community, that's my dessert. And what a balanced meal, right? Isn't that beautiful? I love that. Oh, that is delicious. So as we're, I'm listening and I'm hearing the different facets, it is so interesting that someone so beautiful and so talented and so accomplished could have someone get in their head so completely that you absolutely lose yourself and believe these stories of, I guess it is all my fault. I guess I am the problem. I guess I am. And so I know that there are people listening who are in various situations of that who believe maybe whatever story someone else has told them or is telling them. Can you help us to be able to figure out how how to wake up and how to be able to get out and to become ourselves? For you, it took a, a dip. And it's interesting because you wanted with all of your heart and soul to do good and to be good. I make commitments and I am a person who keeps my commitments. And so that kind of trumped the treatment that you are receiving. And somehow we have to reconcile in our mind of what, what our responsibilities are and how we can be good and do good, even if it doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like. Can you help us to be able to, to unravel so that if someone else who's listening is in some form of this situation that they can reconcile and, and find that strength to become free. Absolutely. And that's what we all need is to just be free. And the first way of doing that is forgiveness. It's forgiveness towards other people and it's forgiveness for, to yourself, especially to yourself. Remember that whenever there's a conflict, it's not just one-sided, it's two-sided. I was not perfect during all of this. I can tell you he did this and he did that, but maybe I could have responded differently. You know, we only see our side, but to be open-minded enough to go, this is another person with different thoughts. He has his life to live as well. Perhaps I wasn't fulfilling something for him, right? Um, could we have saved the marriage? Probably if we could have had this kind of communication. If he had seen his demons and I had seen mine and we could have maybe worked and helped each other, yes. That's why there's counseling. That's why you go to counseling. Um, but you cannot make somebody love you. And that was the thing is I asked do you love me? And he did not. So if there's no love there, then pick up and go. But if you love somebody, then I believe you are true to that. Then anything is possible. Now, is it healthy for you? That's what you have to ask yourself. Somebody could love somebody so much and it just not be healthy for them to stay in that situation. And that's just the thing is that whatever you're going through, it could be um, physical abuse, mental abuse, 
you can't change that person. And they can tell you a hundred times that they're going to change. They're going to work on it. And they could, they probably do love you. Okay. If they tell you they do, um, doesn't mean that they can't change. They can. How long are you going to give up your life and stand by them? That's where you have to find what is important to you. And is it taking away from your mental health? You have to be strong enough for you and listen to your inside, your instinct. I believe that's God. I'm very, I believe in faith and my faith in God is very strong. And I believe that's how he talks to me. Trust it. You know, sometimes we don't listen to it. We push it aside and we, you know, maybe that's not really what's going on. I I think we really know. I think you really know. Don't be blinded. Don't go through life like this. Open it up. Ask yourself the right questions. Write things down. Be honest with yourself. Honesty is the best policy. Right? We hear that all the time. It's true. Just be true to yourself. It's one life. Doesn't mean you have to go out and just leave somebody. Try. If it's not working, then it's okay. Trust your heart because I believe God will lead you in the right direction. That is so important. And I think when we're talking about relationships, it's important to be able to distinguish that we are two different people. And the one that I am in charge of in this relationship is me. Uh, my, My job is not to change this person, not to fix this person, not to whatever this person. My job is to take care of me and making myself healthy and happy and recognizing that their opinions and their thoughts maybe about me actually might not really be about me. It might be just where they're coming from, the direction that they're coming from. And so it's hard not to take something personal when you're in a very intimate relationship. But we still, the one that we need to really, really trust in our in the love as we're talking about love, I, I believe are two sources. And one is that we love ourselves. And the second is that we trust the love of God. And if we can keep those two sources of love and, and strong and confident, then we can, we can deal with, with other people, whether or not they choose to love us. Don't, don't you think? Absolutely, Linda. That was beautifully said as well. I think so. Just, uh, loving yourself. It's going to be, it's going to be an overall balance. Um, once you have that balance and you know who you are and what you want in your life. And, you know, we, we're only here for a given time. We don't know how long we're going to be here. Right. Why not make it the best and be happy? And, you know, when you are happy, you are exuding that energy out into the world, to the universe, wherever. And it comes back to you. You attract people. Linda, I I mean, it's funny. I tell people now that, you know, just think about it. I used to be the dance captain of the Rockettes. 
Well, you probably thought, well, wow, she must have been a really pretty girl. Well, do you know that I attract more people? I get stopped by men in the store or coming out of a store. They chase me. They go, you are so, and I have my kids with me. You are so beautiful. I, I'm sorry, kids. I just had to tell your mother this. Oh, wow. It, it, is that not crazy? And I'm just like, I don't know if it's just the smile because I smile at everybody or what, but I just attract so many people. People are like, you are so happy. You're beautiful. And I'm just like, wow, nobody ever gave me attention like this <laughs> ever. And I just think it's my energy of just being happy and exuding that out that people feel it. They enjoy being around me. I enjoy being around them. I can turn any situation. I feel confident when somebody comes at me with an anger or anything and I turn around and I have them laughing by the end of it and we're best friends. That's a gift. It's a gift. That's my unique sparkle is just making people happy and just going out and sharing in the world, just inspiring and motivating everybody for happiness. And I know that's crazy because we all think of, there's so many people on the other end that say, find your happiness, find your happiness. But it's so true. And if you listen to all of these people, they're going to inspire you. It's wonderful that we're all sharing because if we all share and inspire just one person, we are causing a ripple effect around the world. And isn't that gorgeous? Love it. Love it. You know, and as people are coming to you and giving you these very heartfelt compliments, isn't it lovely that your self-worth doesn't come from the outside, from them coming and saying, you are so beautiful. They are saying you are so beautiful because it started on the inside with just that radiating joy. That's exactly it. And that makes a difference. And then as you radiate that joy, then you attract people. Because joy and happiness are beautiful. I mean, you are beautiful inside and out, but I think joy is really attractive. I do too. I really do. And I want to be, aren't those the people you guys want to be around? That's who I want to be around. Yeah. That's why Linda and I get along so well. She's gorgeous inside and out. I picked up on it the moment I met her. She was, her unique spark was just shining all over. And I just was like, wow, this is a person that I want to know. I want to get to know her. And her podcast with me, the episode I did with Linda, is one of the best episodes I've ever done. I loved it. I got so much out of that. I had to listen to it more than once. Oh, thank you. Man, Ah, I feel uplifted. And I am so grateful that you are a a part of my life now, Debbie. Thanks for visiting with me today and sharing your light and your unique sparkle with us today. Thank you for having me, Linda. And I love you always. I give you the big heart. Ah! Thanks. In closing, I'd like to share a quote by Henry David Thoreau. He said, you are a marvel. You are unique. In all the years that have passed, 
There has never been another child like you. Your legs, your arms, your clever fingers, the way you move. You may become a Shakespeare, a Michelangelo, a Beethoven. You have the capacity for anything. Today, I invite you to allow your uniqueness to sparkle. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Linda's Corner, please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. I also invite you to check out my nonprofit, Hope for Healing, at the website hopeforhealingfoundation.org for free ebooks and other free resources to help increase happiness, build confidence and self esteem, strengthen relationships, manage stress, and calm feelings of depression and anxiety. I also invite you to grab a copy of one of my books, like Crushed A Journey Through Depression, or Amazon bestseller You Got This, an action plan to calm fear, anxiety, worry, and stress. See you next time on Linda's Corner.